Ooh, let's shake off that Giants game because we all know deep inside we still love the Bears and always will, right? Daughter of Bill Doinks? Hard beats, fast colors and promises. How to be brave. How can I love when I'm afraid to fall? But watching you stand alone, all of my doubt suddenly goes away somehow. One step closer, I have died every day waiting for you. Darling, don't be afraid. I've loved you for a thousand years. I'll love you for a thousand more. Oh, man. We'll love the bears for millions of years, and Dan and I are still going to be walking the earth somehow. Oh, my goodness. Another Zero Doig. Thank you so much for listening. So much to get into as the bears travel to the Twin Cities this weekend plus we'll talk about the greatest football team in all the land the fighting Illini go Bears go Illini Zerdoys yes yes hello Becky boing 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 zero doinks Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Who's this? Is this zero hands? Hey, Dan. How are you, buddy? I just saw you. Spoiler alert. Uh, we will be on. One Bar and Lupagus, which is a Vikings podcast. We were briefly on it a couple weeks ago. And, um, yeah, you'll find it on the interwebs. On YouTube, I believe. So, can't wait. Dan and I just did that. It was hot. What would you think, Dan? It was great. Very professional setup that they have cooking over there in Minnesota. Uh, I'm. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. I'm glad they had us on. We are very ugly, so Ooh. apologies for that if you watch it. Maybe I should speak for myself. You're pretty no. handsome. No, uh-uh. I'm... I, I'm not aging well. That's what everyone... My wife tells me every morning we wake up. She said, oof, you aged like three extra days in one night. So... I, I look like a... um, I look like a train conductor that like got <laughs> lit on fire um, in a horrible train accident. And they have to keep uh, me employed, otherwise I will sue <laughs> the international uh, fire train marshal, community. <laughs> is that yeah, well, uh, that strong international train community? Fire Marshal Bill, isn't that uh, isn't that what you just described? Is that a I, Jim Carrey character? Yeah, is that sort of the thing? Where he was a fireman who got lit on fire or something? I and no, I have no clue. Around, yeah, I, I didn't it really just, watch that living color no yeah that's a band is that what it's called (laughs) maybe (laughs) i didn't watch it either 
The clown? I remember the clown. Mm-hmm. There was one Wayans. Was there multiple Wayans on that show? There was. I think the clown was actually John Wayne Gacy trying to oh. get a, trying to act, trying to okay. get Hollywood's okay. attention. Good, mm-hmm. good. I'm doing great, buddy. Thanks for asking. Happy Halloween! It's almost Spooky. here. Oh, yes. it's clown season. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you look great. You look even better than you did on um on the Vikings show, uh, which is also Streamyard. Thank you, Streamyard, for supporting us. Uh, we have we have another sponsor, Duracell. How'd that happen? Uh, oh, yeah, great. If if you're running out of batteries for your vibrator yeah hit hit the store and get yourself some duracells is duracell cool with us Uh, apparently talking about vibrators oh Mm, i mean if it needs batteries i'm sure they would want you to buy duracell right How about we get to some <laughs> some Bears Vikings preview on the other side of this. Thank you, Duracell. Thank you, StreamYard. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Monday morning court. No, Monday quarterbacking. Yep. Thanks, guys. Conglomerate. <laughs> you can find them on the internet. Syndicate. See you on the flip side. Bye. Before history is written. It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. you Aaron Rodgers That's a team we're very familiar with. They seem very similar, even though they've also changed coaches and front offices. Dan will dive deep, I'm sure. Um, do we have anything to wrap up with Giants Week, or are we just ready to turn that page? Uh, not not a whole lot to add. I think yeah, you know, the only thing I'll say is I, I'm starting to feel more and more like we've done just in a disservice by not trying to beef up our offensive line a wee bit more. I feel like that's bothering me more now as we've gone a couple days away from it. Sam Mustafer's trash. Lucas Patrick might also be bad. I don't want to believe that he is, but I think he might also be bad, which our friends at Average Cheese warned us about him being kind of shitty, and they might be right. Um but Cody Whitehair getting hurt means Tevin Jenkins is definitely going to play now, and I feel like that's a positive. But in general, 
now that we're four games in, we really should have just attacked the offensive line more so than anything. And that way we, there's no excuses for, for JF one to uh, not raise his game. So that's all I'll say as I, it was further away from the giants game. I feel a little more gross about the offensive line and how that could be real bad for the rest of the year. Any other thoughts from you, William? And you can raise his game on Getsy's wings. <laughs> beautiful. What a beautiful um, voice. My thoughts are the mirror years in some ways. I think the, uh, I think the, it just seems, ob- <laughs> it seems obvious that the Giants game was a rude awakening and uh of basically hey this roster is trash and i think after the texans game i think you alluded to another spoiler there one bar in lupegas uh after the texans game people were mad at justin fields even though we won people were like feeling like hmm, that should have been his coming out party game blah 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 and after the giants game it's like oh wait <laughs> he doesn't have much of a chance and yes. and he did look better uh, generally speaking, that was an improvement. I know it's a very low bar. Um, can I read you a little Dan Pompey? <laughs> nope. Yeah, go ahead. Postgame Pompey brought to you by Duracell. Your lady need a little something? Poof. I need a cigarette. Find them at your local convenience, Duracell. All right. Um, definitely. They're definitely leaving the show as a sponsor they're after this episode. absolutely firing us after one week. I, are they the ones with the bunny? Energizer? Energizer oh, bunny? Is that one in the same? I, don't, I think it's a different company. Either way, <laughs> batteries are good Maybe. for coming, so I don't know why you could be mad about that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, post-game Pompeii Nuggets. Here was one that jumped out. They're all a bunch of drivel, uh, including this one, I think. Quote, offensive coordinator Luke Getze and coach Matt Eberflus aren't game planning and calling plays conservatively by choice. They are doing it by necessity, and it is their best hope. Unquote. Best hope? What? I... For, nope. For what? what? For best hope for what, Dan? Yeah, there's got to be more to it. Was there more to that thought, or no. that was just one of the bullet points? And that was that was one of the bullet points. And the next one had nothing to do with this one. Um, I don't understand. Another, we're we're two week on a two week streak now, where you read me something, and they were words that went into my head. Yeah, and they got all mixed up. Yeah, I can't put them back together. Okay. Dumb. Yeah. Are we worried about Dan Pompey? Should we No. God, do no. I don't give it? a shit. No. I don't okay. give a shit about him. Mm-mm. Okay. Pompous asshole. Grow up, Dan. Yeah. What do you think he gets paid? Mm, whatever it is, it's all in Eucharist, I think, because he's, <laughs> he's a very pious man. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. How do you know that? He alludes to it a lot in his... I've read too much Dan Pompey over the years, and it's 
there's a lot of that. A lot of Jesus talk? Is that what you're is that what you're telling me? He slips it in. Duracell. Slip it in, Jesus. Triple A batteries. This is Dan Pompey. Does anybody buy those flat batteries anymore? The kind that with like those two little things on top. You know what I'm talking about? Are those? Do you think like for your watch? Like a watch? No, battery? like the big one. How big's your watch? The huge, like the huge one, the huge thick, like rectangle. It's got the two. Oh, like the, the things on top. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Yeah, it's for like. How do you think sales are for those? Are those D's? <laughs> those D batteries? Double D's. <laughs> I don't. I, no, I I feel like they go in uh, smoke detectors. Is that what we're talking oh, about? Yeah. Without smoke yeah. detectors, would anybody have a reason for those? No. I and that feels so. unnecessary. Why those? Can you just throw mm-hmm. a couple double A's in there and just yeah. call it a day? Isn't a battery a battery? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it's got two ends and you know they're made out of metal i think not how do metal. batteries work bill i you know i'm sure there was a chapter in, in a book <laughs> once i neglected to read because i was reading too much dan pompey <laughs> in the middle of class you think coach cuse has ever put a battery on his tongue that we've never seen i do you think maybe he has a D battery as a tongue and it just but it doesn't get wet (laughs) what does he plug it into well (laughs) Rick Fieldsman's butt poof it's possible all right all right uh, <laughs> Bears visiting Minneapolis this weekend. I assume that you, Dan Doinks, have dove and or divin, divin <laughs> very deep into Vikings research. You got some new stuff this year, so that's exciting. Yep, yep. We're off to a hot start tonight, Bill. This isn't weird at all. No. Uh, all right, let's do it. Vikings preview Sunday, 12 Central Standard Time indoors so you don't need a weather report on fox i actually have who's doing the game this week oh. it's adam amin and mark schlereth your favorite yes stink gross buy my beans <laughs> oh buy my chili i'll make you shit i'm a sh- I used to piss my pants when i played football i'm stink i'm mark schlereth i still love having to announce who you are in our impressions it's i feel like <laughs> That was, did that start with Andy Dalton? I think it was, we had to say, hey, I'm Andy Dalton. I'm just here in the corner. I'm Andy Dalton. Bill is a beverage. They make up flying out of his mouth. Andy got it down. That's unfortunate. That was close. That was close. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) It either either started with Andy Dalton. (laughs) I I, I don't think so, though. I think it started, I think it started (laughs) With Grimace. Grimace. That's, that's what I said. Grimace, who needs it? <laughs> and he needs no introduction. Like, 
we know we know your grimace. Why are you in this room right now? Just bounce into the corner. He's a big fat purple bitch. Boing, 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 boing. I the the announcing who you are like I find myself doing that like in my everyday life making an doing an impression of someone I'll do it of my kids and I'll announce their names like as if it's very clear who I'm making fun of and who I'm supposed to be but yet I still need to shout it out and it cracks me up every time <laughs> grimace has anyone done a grimace to Andy Dalton one to one this is oh. this is where you get it yeah oh boy. This is what Darcel right. right. jumped on board. All right. okay. Speaking of big, fat, purple fuckers, the Vikings lead at the all-time series 63-57-2. The last game at Minnesota was January 9th of this year. It was our last game of the last season. We lost 31-17. Last game for Mike Zimmer, who is currently not working. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Matt Nagy, obviously. Kirk Cousins had three touchdowns in the second half. Uh, Andy Dalton, the gentleman we just spoke of, he was sacked seven times in the game. So good blocking there. And Dalton was 33 of 48. He threw the ball 48 times, 325 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. <laughs> just an all time. How did that happen? I'll be honest. I don't even remember watching the, that entire game. Did we even yeah. talk about it? I'm not I don't sure think we so. did. No, I don't think we did. I think we were just so we we're waiting on <laughs> Nagy and hopefully Pace. We didn't realize that was going to happen. Yeah. Waiting for them to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dark times. And we're not out of them yet. All right. I uh, couldn't figure out what to do for the next game preview, so I looked up. Uh, John Lithgow's birthday, which is October 19th, 1945. So I wanted to see when was the last time the Bears and Vikings played on John's birthday. Uh, Then that would have been October 19th, 2008. Vikings at Bears. Bears win 48 to 41. The Bears pick off Gus Farratt four times. (laughs) He threw four (laughs) interceptions. The special teams had two touchdowns. Nathan Vasher. Peanut Tillman and Daniel Manning were all hurt for this game. Okay. <laughs> Kyle Orton had <laughs> Kyle Orton had um, 283 yards, two touchdowns. Greg Olson had six catches for 74 yards. Are you okay? I'm I'm laughing at I'm picturing somebody listening to Zoom Dogs for the first time <laughs> and being like. Why did they just pick John Lithgow's birthday? I did say it very casually, yes, like, and I didn't. I react. just picked out John Lithgow's birthday. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't give any context to that whatsoever. Oh, so it's great. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, we have an obsession with John Lithgow, and that is why I picked uh, his birthday. Usually, we discuss him during. Uh, Bears Fantasy Corner, mm-hmm. and why we started that, I have no idea how that started, but and then it evolved into Harry and the Henderson stock. So 
Uh, which, course. by the way, I did start with trying to figure out the guy who played Harry uh, in that movie and his birthday, but he had a spring birthday. <laughs> so I'll Can't be honest, it. he's also no longer with us. So huh. uh, he was seven foot three, that actor. Wow. He also played the actor. He was the, the what do I want to say? The Predator. Predator movies. Okay. That was his claim to fame as well. So Was it former <laughs> Illini Center UA Blob? <laughs> What? Is that a real name? Yes. Played in the NBA that... a little bit. B-L-A-B, I believe. I don't know U-A? Like? U- I think U-W-E. I think it's U-E Blab. I've never heard of that. It could be a relative of Grimace, for sure. Um, Where were we? I don't know. Well, it's enough for the John Lithgow birthday game. Um... John Lithgow was also tall. They have him listed at like six foot four. I don't know why Wikipedia felt the need to to list that, but that's, probably can dunk. That's like being eight feet tall for an actor, like by uh-huh. scale. I think uh, UA Blob went to Indiana. Also, he's from Illinois. My apologies. Oh, okay, seven foot two, still alive. All right. Well, good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the coaching staff for the. Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell first year as a head coach he was the Rams OC for the past three years he was drafted in 2008 in the third round by the Patriots as uh, he was a quarterback out of San Diego State oh excuse me Uh, that was for John Lithgow he's obviously part of the Sean McVay coaching tree he's only been coaching since 2015 already a head coach that's pretty crazy uh from 2012 to 2015 um actually has no record of working at all that was when his playing career ended 2012 and then he started coaching in 2015 so he's probably just hanging out and banging chicks in front of grimace uh that's it there wasn't a whole lot of beef on him i don't think i don't know if he's married or what his story is but i didn't get anything out of it what does that say about um matt eberflus if it took him like 30 years to be a head coach and it took this guy five does it say anything to you dan Ooh. now i'm ner- uh, that should go on the red flag account right mark we gotta add it mark please add that <laughs> It's a pro. It's not great, but also not coaching for a while and then just becoming a head coach is uh, also weird. Yeah, we need more. We need more to that story. What? That didn't make sense. We need they, to and they. Are we in on Kevin O'Connell so far? It seems like more of the more of the same Vikings. Yeah, winning close games that they'll eventually lose throughout the year. Yeah, Probably. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. The offensive coordinator is Wes Phillips. He's the son of Wade Phillips, grandson of Bum. Uh, great name, by the way, Bum Phillips. Do you imagine, like, at what point was he just like, my name is Bum? I don't know his actual real name, and I didn't look it up, but. Yeah, that's a good question. Was he, like, um, was he a butt model? Yeah, I think so. Very specifically, that's what they're called, butt models. Mm -hmm. Bum, that's just not a nice thing to say to some. Hey, bum, 
Yeah. Hey, hey, you bum. I don't like it. Hey, it's you, mean. hey, Dingleberry. I'm Dingleberry Phillips. I piece of shit hanging out of my ass. I'm Dingleberry. Hmm. Sorry, Back I think up. I have a ghost in here. Yeah, I, I think you do too. Yeah. Uh, it's probably Bum Phillips. All right, Wes. Let's go back to Wes. He was he seemed like he was a mediocre quarterback at UTEP. Uh, then he was a tight end coach for the Rams uh, for a few years before jumping over with the Vikings. He was with the Cowboys from 2008 to 2012. So his daddy Wade got him a job for the Cowboys. His dad, hey daddy, hey daddy, I just finished up the UTEP. I couldn't throw the ball very well. But I need a job with the Cowboys. Can you get it for me? I'm Wes Phillips. Sure, son. I'll be happy to give you a job. Absolutely. Do you know why Daddy was named Bub? Do you know why my Daddy went? I called him Diggleberry. Not. Uh, that's a horrible impression. Oh, Daddy, you talk real funny, Daddy. It's me, Wes Phillips. Daddy, can I have more chocolate? Okay. Uh, that's gotten weird. <laughs> Defensive Thank coordinator. You. Defensive coordinator for the Vikings is uh, Ed Donatel. Hmm. He was previously the defensive coordinator for the Broncos from 2019 to 2021. Before that, he was a Bears DB coach from 2015 to 2018. Do you remember him? Yeah, he's one of John Fox's guys. I okay. remember. Mm-hmm. That adds up. That adds great up. Great reputation. He has such a great reputation. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Hey, we got we're putting together a coaching staff. Got to call Ed Donatel. He's got a great rep, according to Brad Biggs. He's my favorite um, Ninja Turtle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, assistant head pizza. coach. <laughs> Give me some pizza. Hey, April, get over here. I'm going to smack your ass. I'm Ed no, Donatel. He's trying to remember what her name was. That's right. April O'Neill. You're a nice Irish girl. Get over here with that pizza, and I'm going to smack you in the ass. I'm Ed Donatel. Meet my friend Grimace. He's going to watch us get weird with our Duracell batteries. Pizza. Okay. <laughs> Assistant head coach is Mike Petton. You know Mike Petton as a terrible head coach. 10 and 22 all time as a head coach. He was... Last year was a senior defensive assistant with our Bears. Of course. And then before that, he was obviously a Packers defensive coordinator. I'm totally blanking on who the Bears defensive coordinator was last year. Sean Desai. Sean Desai? Uh, Yeah, it would have taken me 100 guesses. Where did he end up? Uh, I think he's with a pretty good franchise with a lower job. Bills? I want to say he's with the Bills. Um, he is associate head coach and defensive assistant for the Seahawks. Oh, hmm. associate head coach, huh? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. He, uh, I was wrong about the title, I guess. That seems like an upgrade. He, he got screwed. I, I like that guy. I think he has some promise. Players seem to really like him, but eh, I don't think it was his fault. Bad timing. Yes. Um, okay. Wide receiver coach is Keenan McCardell. McCardell? McCardell? Is that how you say it? He was last wide receiver coach for the Jags. It's his second year, actually, with the Vikings. 
Um, I was stunned by this. He's 52 years old. Yeah, I, I don't like know why. I feel like I feel like he didn't age. play that long ago. Right. Mm. He was. He's actually won two Super Bowls. One of them was well. The first one he was it was his rookie year. He was drafted in 1991 by the Redskins, and he was on their on the IR, but won a Super Bowl ring on that team. Crazy. Uh, he was. Dra- he was drafted in the twelfth round. It feels like how was still, uh, yeah. That'd be when awesome did we stop we that? Yeah, like, I don't know. When did I couldn't like? I feel like when did if you would have asked me when did we stop go, going like past round seven? I would have said probably the early eighties. Yeah, if even that, maybe even the seventies. God, could you imagine the mock drafts? Oh, it would be awful. Oh. Awful. There would be deaths. People would die doing mock drafts. Mm-hmm. They were just heads would absolutely explode. Oh, we got such good value in our 15th round pick. That that high school kid who only plays softball. Oh, such a great pick for the Bears. Can't believe I saw him still all 22. Yeah. Oh, so good. I saw him on the all 22. I got a screenshot. All right. Um, up, 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 up. Where are we at? A running back coach is a guy named Curtis Modkins. He was the Bears running back coach in 2017. Do you know that guy? No. Me neither. No. Made up. Made up, indeed. Uh, D-line coach is Chris Rumpf, who was the Bears D-line coach last year. His son, Chris Rumpf the second. Is currently an outside linebacker for the Chargers. Hmm. Okay. Is that how you say his name? Rump? Rump. I guess. Be good with Bum. You should name one of his kids Bum. Bum Rump the second. Uh, I'm on board 100%. I don't remember him on the Bears staff either. I don't either. I'm starting to second guess whether I had that right or not, but. I don't remember him at all, but uh, all right, that's it for the coaches. Uh, the owners, uh, there's eight owners listed on the Vikings website, and five of them are Wilfs. Obviously, the one we all know is Ziggy Wilf. He kind of looks like an aged Wario. Uh, he made his money through commercial real estate. He's owned the team since 2005. He's had some like racketeering charges, and he seems like generally not a great guy. He looks creepy, so it all makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, that mustache screams crimes, crimes, mm-hmm. crimes against humanity and women of yes. age. Uh, what? I don't know. S- specifically, Samoan. Oh, the cookies. I love. Oh, those are the best, aren't they? Those are good. Yeah. I still am a Thin Mint guy. I like yeah. a good Thin Mint. Are you in? Are you in on those? I love a good Thin Mint. Do they feel like they're a little thinner than they used to be? Yes. Or is it just me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or we're getting bigger. Or <laughs> both could be true. <laughs> Who do we yeah. talk to about this? Is there like a specific Girl Scout that we need to? Uh, I don't know any. They just okay. show up at my door and I say just. Sign me up for all them cookies. I don't talk like that. That'd be really creepy mm-hmm. for Girl Scar. Sure, showed up at my door. 
Yeah, yeah. Yep, that wasn't true. Yeah. So okay. just we'll, just scrub we'll that on. from your mind, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, GM for the Vikings, Quezzi Adolfo Mensa. I think I said that right. I probably nailed it. He was previously VP of football operations with the Browns for a couple of years. Uh, he went to Princeton. He was a walk-on on the basketball team. Then he also got his master's in economics from Stanford. So definitely not a dumb guy. He, I actually worked as a commodities trader on Wall Street for a few years before getting into football. Uh, seems like just a big analytics guy. Has he done much to to make Vikings better? Or were they just a lot of pieces that were already there? Yeah, I don't know if they've really changed much, right? I know he, uh, the only thing I really remember about him is how hard he went after Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, Whoops. Then, I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He has a good reputation, just like yeah. Ed Donatelle. Ed Donatelle. Hey, April, get over here. I'm going to squeeze your buns with some pizza. I think Vikings, like Harbaugh, thinking, I thinking about it now, like that would have been a, that would have been a real spicy pickup for them. Uh, that would have been a massive distraction, right? having Jim Harbaugh be like the face of the franchise constantly. And he would have made Kirk Cousins cry almost immediately. Mm. It's kind of disappointing actually in, in yeah. some ways that it didn't work yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. So mm-hmm. uh, that's all I got, buddy, for the Vikings preview. Kind of a boring team overall. Not a lot of spice on the coaching staff. Just dawned on me, I did not look up Gophers and Illini. Do you know any off the top of your head? I do not. There's got to be a Gopher, though, a hometown kid or something, right? There's got to be. I don't know if there is, but bear with me. Bears. Bear with me. Bears. And Bears. Okay, we're on the website. The website okay. looks pretty clean. There's Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. saying skull at the top. That's mm-hmm. exciting. What does that mean? Do we know what know. that means? I think it's okay. uh, chewing tobacco. Um, oh, there's there's an Illini on here. He's a rookie. He's an oh, offensive uh, tackle. Yep. Uh, low. Man. Ver- Vernon and Low. Vidarian. You never miss, Bill. Boom. They have, ooh, they have five players from LSU. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have a gopher, also a rookie. Otomio, oh, oh, I don't know how to say his name. He's a D lineman. Yeah, whatever. Let's see, let's let's go to the. I'm mad at the Gophers right now, so I don't want to talk about them too much. That's it. No one on the practice squad. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, Vikings. Just kind of like Kirk Cousins. Just kind of boring. Just yeah, bland. Bland in the fun. Bland in clothing. Purple. Gross. I don't like them. I like the horn, though. Can I just admit that I actually kind of like the horn? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Poof. Pizza. April O'Neil. Thank you, Duracell. And thank you, Dan, for diving deep. See you in Bears Fantasy Corner, baby. Okay. Bye-bye. Do you have a bear? that you fantasize about every Sunday, so do we. It's 
Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Ooh, it's Fantasy Corner. How neat is that? Thank you, Duracell, for sponsoring our show and for sponsoring a lot of orgasms. Okay, Fantasy Corner. Bill, you took a win last week. You had Wesco. What? I don't know. What's his first name? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm glad you remembered his last name. I feel like it starts with a T. Trent or Trevin? Trident. Probably Trident. Trident Wesco. He had two, two and a half points. And I had Velas Jones Jr. who had negative two. Now, I have a question for you, Bill. Maybe this is more something we should take offline. For our league, I get penalized for a, a fumble on a punt. We would but what if he were... We'd what? edit it. We okay. would edit it. We'd go back. We'd go back and we'd edit it. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't, you don't get credit for a touchdown, correct? Right. Okay. Correct. All right. So we let settled us that. know. Send, send us, send, uh, send Rory Doinks and I an email if that ever happens to one of your players in our league. It did happen we'll to one of correction. my guys at Sky okay. Moore. He was on here like two weeks ago. He dropped a punt. Okay. Actually, I'm not sure it's a punt now. I may have just been a regular. F- Who cares? All right. So you are 2-1-1 one, and one on the year, Bill. Ooh. Rules are make it, take it. So you are up mm-hmm. first, buddy. Bears Fantasy Corner is the place you come to get all of your fantasy advice. A lot of free agents out there, all of them wearing Bears colors. Here is one that you should consider picking up to win your week. We all know the offense is great. We all know there are weapons everywhere you look. So look no further than this gentleman. He's great. He is experienced. His name is Velas Jones Jr. (laughs) (laughs) And he is my click to pick. Back to you, Dan. I like that pick. I think that's a strong one. Uh, Darren is Darren still upset that we do that? I feel like he's probably even more upset now. Uh-huh, We've uh-huh. seen him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you Sorry, took my Dan. pick, so that's now ah. I got to come up with someone different. I'm gonna go with a guy who's getting a lot of good press this week for the Bears' offense. So that's gonna be Dante Pettis. He is. He is. His hands are soft, ready to receive any passes, especially on third down. This is gonna be a huge game for our boy Dante Pettis. We'll have. Probably two catches and one fumble. Dante Pettis is my pick to click to click to pick to clit. Dante Pettis. It's going to be a close one this week, Bill. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think if we combined for more than five points on the season. There's no way. No way. No way in hell. Well, everything's been either zero or negative two. for the first four weeks and for one half of our picks. So, um, no, no chance. No chance. This is the Uh, week. This is the week. We're going to have just points all over the board. Points, points, points. All right. Top performers this week. Bill, do you want to guess who had the best week? Uh, Shit, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say it's not Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have that great a fantasy. I have no idea. Sorry for wasting your time. That's okay. Uh, Jared Goff had 44 oh. points. Geno Smith had 39. 
mm. and Tom Brady at 37. We're real weird lineup there. Yeah. Uh, top non quarterbacks for this week. TJ Hawkinson had 33 fantasy Whoa. points. Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler each had 30 fantasy points. So Brady lost. Brady lost, right? They play the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. And Goff. So two two players in the top performers both lost. I think the Lions, you see the Lions are the leading they're they're leading the NFL in points, right? And they're yeah, one and three. Yeah. It's perfect. Leading it in both both categories, points <laughs> given up and scored, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> so Lions. So Lions. I love it. They are gonna beat the shit out of us this year, though. <laughs> they are going to kick our ass i can feel it it's gonna be awful thank god it's not it's not a thanksgiving uh, oh god could you imagine no is it three years in a row that america was subjected to that i think it was (laughs) i think it was i don't know but at least we at least we hung in there on thanksgiving this year is gonna be an embarrassment i'm already calling it now that's gonna be awful oh man well what can you do uh okay trash performers of the week presented by glad uh Taysom hill trash performance of the week excuse me uh deontay hardy wide receiver for the saints had negative two points velas jones as i mentioned negative two melvin gordon had negative one point he's the starter now in denver yeah or did he also get hurt i feel like he might have gotten hurt as well i think he's okay but maybe his performance isn't clearly okay. as mentioned by Taysom Hill, sponsored by yeah. Glad. Uh, yeah, the that's not good. Losing Javante Williams, that's they're, they're going they're from cursed. bad to worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they stink. They stink out loud. That Broncos team. Oh boy, Russell Wilson. Thanks for showing up this year, dickhead. Uh, okay, Taysom Hill had eight fantasy points. Who cares? Who cares? It was in London. Didn't count. Right. It was not even fantasy points. What what are they considered there? It's not U.S. fantasy points. It's like probably weird Pound fractions. Points. Pound points. Uh, quid. Eight quid. Good day, mate. You see the queen, mate? Let's put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. The queen's dead. Mm-hmm. That's what I they said. that. I'm British. I'm a British guy. But you're not Wales. You're not wi- Welsh. You're not Welsh. 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 Weird that they Welch. have their own language. Yeah. Right? It's well- And it sounds terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they have fish in their mouth. No offense. Untaken. <laughs> they uh, they kind of look like they have fish in their mouth. The the Welsh, Just are we talking about? Purely. Are yeah. we talking about the uh, Wrexham show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's my only right. exposure. My yeah. my wife has a little Welsh in her, if you know what I mean. And oh. uh, uh, as do my children by default. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I could have explained that more clearly. And um, so now I now I'm thinking, do I need to teach my kids Welsh? I think I do. No? I mean, it couldn't oh. hurt. Yeah. Probably can't help either, but couldn't hurt. Should I feed them, like, full-blown full, full blown fish, like, 
like rough, not tuna. I mean, not sushi, but like, all right, I'm going to go to the local pond. I'm getting a, I assume there's trout in there, like uh-huh. maybe bass. There's probably bass. Mm-hmm. Like, I was great bringing home, hey, eat this, and then they'll eat it, right? That's what they do in whales. Yeah. Uncooked, like you, you just toss like a recently deceased fish. Yes. Uh, right on a plate. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of looked like that that one that one gal was uh, teaching them in the kitchen, right? A few episodes ago, looked like the food was terrible, very dry, very yeah. dry, like Didn't Coach Cuse's battery laden tongue, <laughs> extremely dry. What, what are we talking yeah. about? Uh, fantasy corner, Welsh. Oh, Taysom Hill's fantasy points. He had eight quid fantasy oh. points. Um, yeah, that's all I got for fantasy corner. I, I think once again, I managed to lose, I think all of my fantasy games against, I am in a very bad place. I'm glad I'm not in one of those leagues where they make you like get a tattoo on your face. If he finished last, cause I would, I'd be doing very poorly. I do enjoy the fantasy leagues where they make a dude like sit in like a waffle house. And he has to sit there for 24 hours. But for every waffle he eats, he gets to shave off an hour. <laughs> I enjoy those videos. That cracks me up. It is pretty good. If you had to if you had to get a tattoo on your face, what would you what would you go for? Uh just thinking quick, just not putting a lot of thought to a grimace. Hmm. Probably like where, Yeah, where on your face? Yeah, it'd be like a teardrop, like you would see it okay. like a oh. teardrop. And people will be like, "Oh my god, that guy's in it. That guy's in a gang." Mm-hmm. And you get up close, and you're like, "Oh, is that Grimace as a teardrop?" It's like, "I yeah. murdered Grimace. Mm-hmm. I murdered his pussy." <laughs> I could see the wheels turning. <laughs> do I? Do I complete this sentence? And you, I don't know what's your happening mouth tonight. Couldn't, your mouth sorry. couldn't help it. Your mouth couldn't help it. Well, who are you apologizing to? I People listening to this, if they are, I'm stunned if anyone's listening at well, this point. Well, we've lost all our Welsh listeners after two, two minutes ago. Yeah. That's for sure. Whoops. Oopsie daisies. Sorry about that. Well, this has been Bears, Bears yeah. Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Glad. Thank you, Dan. Grab Grimace by the pussy. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes, yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh, hams and bread. We are here. We are not going anywhere. Lick us, love us. Stick a battery on your tongue, Coach Cuse. Let's kick it to Rick right now. He's definitely a guy who's eaten a few batteries in his life. 
Rick, go ahead. When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what what comes to mind? He's a dummy. <laughs> We are back. Rick Fieldsman coming to you live from my tow truck. This is Hams and Spreads. The segment within Zero Doings where we come for all the hottest picks on the internet, on the interwebs, on the podcast. My picks were so hot they went 2-1 and one last weekend. I uh, didn't realize uh, Teddy Bridgewater would be taking two as space, space, space and place as quarterback. Uh, that didn't turn out too well. Nothing turned out too well. But one and two is nothing to shake your your tail feather at. Um, I am on the season now six, eight, and one. Many pros would kill to be in that position. So um, I love where I'm at. I reviewed the board. I don't love the board this weekend. I don't love it. I'm sticking with the NFL. But guess what? When I loved the board, didn't do too well. Don't love the board. Might do a little bit better this time. So I think these are three of the hottest picks you're going to hear all weekend. These are so hot. Just the hottest of picks. Let's see. What else do we got going on this week? Um, uh, Nothing. Nothing. All right. Let's go to the first pick. (laughs) Hams and spreads. Pick one. Oh, these are going to be the hottest picks. I didn't uh, didn't, uh, screen cap it. So uh, let me just... uh, Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh my gosh, I forgot about these until just now. These are hot. Uh, Let's start with the first game. We're going to go with the noon game. I got the times this week. Noon game, Dolphins (laughs) versus the Jets. Now, the Jets are terrible. They beat somebody, but it doesn't matter. Um, the (laughs) The Dolphins, here's the thing. Tua's injury was, was, was awful. I was watching it Thursday. I saw it happen. I saw all eight of the replays. I went back and rewatched it. There was nothing good that came out of that. I'm hearing a lot of trying to find the silver lining. I'm not a medical expert, but everything I saw was not good. From the the lack of getting up after the play to everything else beyond that. Here's what I do know, though. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater looked like he wanted to play. And that's what I like, because hungry dogs run faster, and Teddy is the hungriest of dogs, and he is going to be looking for that win over the Jets. Now, here's the thing. Dolphins are only three-point favorites, but that's minus 120. Might have been a bit of a misclick by Rick Fieldsman. What's called? You know what? I'll take the Dolphins minus three and a half. I'm confident. I absolutely love the Dolphins in this spot. Dolphins are going to win by two touchdowns. 24-10. 24-10. Let's go to the next pick. Hams, hams and spreads pick two. Um, here's the thing. So tonight I ordered Chipotle, okay? Got the Chipotle, came home. They were missing a thing in my order. And I was mad. There's no phone number to call. So I had to do my angry chat via the apps. And uh, I there was no beer in the house because I wanted a little beer. And uh, I was, 
you know what? This is going to carry with me for the next couple of days. But that's all right. I had these hot picks to keep me warm at night. And that's why I'm bringing my talents to the Northeast. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Arizona Cardinals. This could be in Arizona. Could be the Southwest. Doesn't matter, though. Eagles are hot. Cardinals are not. The Eagles are five and a half point favorites. That's at minus 105, so that might be moving a little bit. But I love the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, I think that's his name. He is hot. He's a hot player. Everybody here is hot. Is Ertz a Cardinal now and was an Eagle? He might be looking for a little bit of payback, but he's not going to get that payback because this invoice has already been sent. Trademark that one, baby. Eagles minus five and a half. We're going to go to the last pick. Here we go. <laughs> pick three printing monies. Pick of the week. Oh, not sponsored this week. Not sponsored any week. We have the Bengals versus the Ravens. The Bengals, uh, I gave the Bengals a lot of crap last week because I thought Tua was going to beat them. And Teddy Bridgewater couldn't get it done versus the Bengals. Those uniforms did a little bit more than I thought, but they're riding that hot uniform wave against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, here's one thing I know for certain. I have not watched a single snap of the Baltimore Ravens. I'm I'm literally sitting here right now. I cannot name one Baltimore Raven. Uh, Joe Flacco, Ray Rice, Ray Lewis, <laughs> Nick, uh, uh, Omar from The Wire, the guy from Serial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going with the Bengals. Three point dogs. Uh, I absolutely love the Bengals in this spot. The Baltimore Ravens are not going to get it done. Uh, that Stringer Bell. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to the promised land, and I absolutely love it. I'm going to send it back to the, this Chipotle. <laughs> Has absolutely ruined my night. It's going to be a rough couple of days for Rick Fieldsman. If you could just avoid texting me or sending me any DMs, I'll handle those next week. I'm going to send it back to the boys who always keep things under control. And as always, have a good one at the window. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. So true. Kind of weird. Not surprising though. He is Rick even an acquired taste. I know you say that about like, like the fish we were talking about last segment. You know, raw fish. It's an acquired taste. Rick, would you describe him the same way? Uh, he's a f- uh, forced taste. Does that make sense? Like it's just forced in your mouth, like you're being held down, like you're a dog, and you need to take your like heartworm medication, and they you're you know someone just opens your mouth and then maybe tries to throw in some peanut butter, but you know what's up, and they just force it down your throat. That's Rick. Yeah, I don't want to take it in most times, but there might be a little peanut butter on it on his picks and I'm going to swallow it down anyway because I was forced to by my parents <laughs> I think that's a that's a perfect 
review. Like if you if you saw Rick Fieldsman's hams and spreads, that that is perfect. Quote unquote yeah. Dan Doinks. Is yeah yeah it did. How did Rick do last week? Not sure. He seemed pretty quiet about it, so I assume it wasn't great. Yeah, he sent his picks in pretty early tonight. I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. It can't be good. He was Usually five, six, the... and one going into last week, I can tell you that. <laughs> was it another 0-3 week? I don't know. That would be oh, hilarious. Boy. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> how about when he threatened to give us like 12 picks? <laughs> I was very nervous about that for the record. <laughs> twelve was it twelve? He kept saying was... how much he loves the board. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna give you uh, there's twelve games I love. I was worried his segment was gonna be thirty five minutes long. Which would only make our episode, you know, three and a half hours, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Ten minutes of which are about the Bears. Speaking of which, uh I assume Las Vegas has a line for bears vikings right buddy they have they have so you'd be correct the bears this year against the spread are one two and one identical to my fantasy record in uh, fantasy corner the over is one and three for the bears the vikings are one and three against the spread another team bad covering oh over is two and two for the vikings the bears this sunday Plus seven, getting a full touchdown and an extra point. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. Bears plus 260 on the money line. Vikings minus 315. Bill, where do you lean on that one? Dan, this will come as no surprise to you, as I already told you during one bar in Lupagus. I gave you my pick, but I'm going to expand my pick to this audience and what I'm going to do is give you a same-game parlay. Um, humping, I'm humping the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points. The weather is crystal clear in that dome. <laughs> and I'm going Bears money line. Oh, So you combine those two. Uh, I'm guessing that would put it at, like, plus, what do you think, 300-ish? Two sure. Mm, sure. And uh, have yourself a day. Those are my picks. Nice. I love it. Uh, I'm not that confident. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't. I feel like the Bears just stink big time now. I did also share this on our our, our uh, podcast appearance earlier today. The only thing that would concern me: the Vikings covering seven is they almost lost to Andy Dalton in London, mm-hmm. and so I would just maybe take the Bears plus seven. I mean, I'm a bigger fan of just taking points. I think than you are. I don't love that, but I would just take it and see what happens. Oh, points over 43 and a half. Uh, I would take the under. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I have no confidence in the Bears being able to cover their share of the points uh, until I actually see it. I think the Bears have a, could get absolutely smashed this weekend. Just absolutely dominated. I'm I'm very nervous for that. Well, backdoor cover then. Get that. Yeah. Get exactly. That seven. Cheap one from Trevor Simeon when Fields gets 
needs a breather at the end because we're losing by 13. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> I was going to say when he gets hurt, but I, I don't want to wish, I don't want to put that out there. So no, I know. Uh, just take Bears plus seven. Who cares? Just roll with it. Um, yeah. Other games, Bill, what other games caught your eye on the board? Hmm. Let me pull up the agenda and read to you who else is playing in the <laughs> NFC North this week. Packers versus the Giants in London. Uh, and the Lions are at the Patriots. Amazing. We talked about the Lions last uh, last segment a little bit, that they are 1-3 and three and we are 2-2. Two and two. That just doesn't seem fair. Um, I'm going to guess, and I have not looked, I promise, that the Packers are big favorites against the Giants. they got to be like 9.5. That's what I'm saying. I think I saw 8 earlier. Okay. And I know the Packers kind of stink, too. They should have lost the freaking Patriots. Yeah. Uh, it's eight and a half. Eight and a half Giants now. Stink more. Okay. I mean, I assume Daniel Jones is not playing, and I assume Tyrod Taylor is not. Pl- I mean, Packers are the luckiest fucking team ever, aren't they? They're the worst. Playing the Patriots without Mac Jones. Not that he's great, but you get Brian Hoyer, and now they're going to go against a third stringer. Probably. Fuck you, Green Bay. Just fuck you. <laughs> it's another London game. 8.30 yeah, right. a.m., did you say that? Yeah, London yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. Crumpets. Yeah. Crumpets everywhere. Crumpets, crumpets everywhere. That's a bad uh, game for London. It's two weeks in a row, just just shit games for, for our friends overseas. Yeah, I guess Rodgers is the draw, but yeah, it's not, not great. Not a great look. Um, Any games stick out to you, Dan? Yeah, I didn't really, I'll be honest, I didn't really like many games. The, I did just a few that jumped out to me. The Steelers are with their new starting quarterback, Kenny Pickett. They're getting two touchdowns on the road at Buffalo, plus 14. Wow. Wow. I'm usually a sucker for points that, that high, uh, but I don't wouldn't feel confident in taking the Steelers. But if I you made me, I'd take the Steelers and get 14 points. The Falcons, Falcons, are they a little better than we think? Yeah, they can score some points. They? Yeah, they're they're getting eight and a half on the road at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay stinks. I, I can't figure that out. Tom Brady's getting divorced. Um, I would just take Atlanta plus eight and a half in that game. And then we talked about the Lions at the Patriots. They're getting three points on the road. I think this is when the Lions actually figure it out and actually and win a game, win a game pretty substantially. So. Plus three at New England. Just take it. Is the Lions... What's wrong with the Lions defense? Yeah. Is Aaron Glenn <laughs> the worst defensive coordinator ever? <laughs> I don't know. He might uh, be. I, yeah. It, what a, is that kind of like uh, that stumpy-looking uh, rookie linebacker? Does he blow? The guy from Hard Knocks that everybody loves so much? Rodrigo? Did, didn't watch it. The kicker? Uh, you no, know, the uh, I think his name is Rodriguez. Everybody's calling him Rodriguez. You did not watch Hard Knocks, Detroit? Mm-mm. Oh, not one, not one minute of it. It was actually pretty good. Too much swearing. Uh, yeah, I know you're very sensitive to your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're just fresh out of hams and spreads, Rick Fieldsman's fantastic gambling segment. Did you notice the text that Rick just sent to our thread? The the photo. Did you see the photo? No, but let me look. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think you should give it a gander and uh, 
describe it to our audience? <laughs> it appears to be are those sheets like bed sheets, maybe a maybe. pillowcase mm-hmm. uh, with a severed thumb. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he's going? He's getting a thumb attachment. Interesting. This is this could be big news that he may have already broke in uh, games oh. and spreads. Wow. Holy cow. This is More big from, news. Mm-hmm. I like he's he found us... it. Maybe he found it. Like maybe you found... know, we always thought it was in a hot dog bun somewhere somebody accidentally ate it. Yep. Uh hmm. No context either, just the picture. That's he's a man of mystery. Well, <laughs> hopefully you can fill in our audience and us next week after a big win against the Vikings. Anything else to add in hams and bread there, buddy? I'm very angry already that we're getting close to Big Ten. Big Ten time. That's where I'll meet you on the other side of this commercial from Duracell, possibly. (laughs) See you there, buddy. (laughs) Eat my ass, Grimace. I've been watching the film at night. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. (laughs) Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. All right, well, it's Big Ten Minute right now. I think I said last week I was ready for the Gophers to, uh, ready to get hurt by the Gophers. Didn't know it would be uh, exactly that week. Uh, They stink. Season's over. Shut it down. Can we still just cancel seasons like we did for COVID? Uh, I would suggest that we do that. We just cancel the whole season. Um, PJ, you should be ashamed of yourself losing a homecoming game against Purdue is 12 and a half point favorites. Uh, they lost 20 to 10. Mo Ibrahim didn't play. Who cares? We shouldn't have lost. Um, I'm very sad, Bill. That's all I'll say. I don't know if you have any any comments on that before we get to your red hot Illini. No, I was surprised. I laid off the game because um, I just had produced such a weird, weird squad yep. that I just felt I didn't think the Gophers were going to lose, but. I didn't feel amazing about. I just I don't know. Eleven o'clock game. I didn't realize it was homecoming. Yep. Uh, that's a letdown. That's a big letdown. I'm sorry, buddy. That's all right. I was talking a lot of shit. I was talking a big game. Um, so shame on me. I think that's the loss partially on me. I felt like the Gophers were as well. They were doing getting real cute with ooh wear wear red and yellow in your section and blah 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't mean shit. They lost. So what can you do? I mean, they're still, they're still in it, but mm-hmm. that now leaves them open to uh, losing some more terrible games. This is a PJ Fleck thing. He loses, he loses games that just come out of nowhere and just kind of gets embarrassed in the, in the process. It's not like we lost like a last second field goal. Purdue led the, the entire game. So, you know, fuck it. Fuck it. 
Well, row the good row news. the boat, assholes. <laughs> good news for the Gophers is they are still tied for the Big Ten West lead with multiple teams, including a team you may have heard of, Dan. You were there in the flesh, Illinois at Wisconsin. Holy shit. Illinois took it right to the Badgers so hard that Wisconsin fired their coach the next day. Paul Christ. Uh, let's talk about that real quick. That seemed weird. I didn't realize he was even on the hot seat at all. What? Really, really weird. It's Is it more of a product that that Jim Leonard is like seems like a hot name out there for a head coaching gig, which what why I don't Man. I don't know what makes him so special, but is it more about that that they want him to stay, or that this Kansas coach is the one who seems to be Nebraska and Wisconsin to be fighting over a Kansas football so coach? <laughs> it's so just funny. crazy. Um, I was I'm still shocked. I don't know what yeah. to say. The guy won like at least nine games every year. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I read over seven hundred winning percentage, two or three time Big Ten Coach of the Year. Only lost one bowl game he was in. He won the West multiple years. That's kind of all you can do unless you're Ohio State, basically. Right. Um, what else do you expect if you're Wisconsin football? You're not going to do better than. That. I'm sorry. That's no. That's uh, he. I, so going back to Illinois a little bit and Brett Bielema with his return, the f- maybe the funniest thing you may have seen is this. That means Bielema's one win ahead of Paul Christ in Wisconsin football history, which is oh, great. Really? Just the timing of that is amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. So only Barry Al- Alvarez is above either of those two. So that's hysterical. Uh, yeah, Bielema took it right to him and he didn't like, I think he refused all interviews about going back to Wisconsin. He didn't make it about himself, which I think Brett Bielema a number of years ago would have made it all about himself. Bingo. So he's showing some maturity. How was, um, how was, I, I loved, I had to watch it back. I didn't watch it live, but I, I couldn't believe my eyes. First win in 20 years in Camp Randall for Illinois. What was it like as a, as a total neutral party at that, although you hate Wisconsin, so I guess not totally neutral, but yeah. how, how was it in your perspective? And did you actually go to the game or you just drinking? Okay. No, did not go to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just, I went to maybe every bar around that, <laughs> around that stadium. Um, very, I would say Wisconsin fans seemed very, unenthused by the team they seemed unaffected by the ass kicking i don't know if that was a product of of was it just the week before they played ohio state or was that yeah so Mm -hmm. there were a lot of people at the bars a lot of students who were wearing the wisconsin gear but did not seem to be paying attention much to the game and the atmosphere was off i mean i i hate the badgers i love madison that campus is fantastic the bars are like a block away from the stadium. Um, I would say the general mood was a bit somber, but they also kind of seem like they didn't give a shit, which is probably pretty, it's pretty common for college kids anyway, but that's true. It, it felt, it didn't feel like a surprise. Let's say that. And, um, are you, are you worried at all that Bielema will go back there? Not even a little bit. 
Are you trolling me? Maybe a little bit. It's no, just I, that that hadn't dawned on me until you were talking about BLM. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Would they go back after him? Be like, hey, let's bring bring the old bring the band back together. I There'd be no point and, to it. I'm I'm not really no, trolling no, no. you, but yeah, I I don't think Alvarez. I think Alvarez is only loosely associated with the athletic department now, but uh, they've mended their fences. But I don't think they're all the way back as as okay. buddies. So I I I think that alone would be a problem. I don't think so. I think I think he's building. Some, I think he wants to build the next Wisconsin at Illinois. I think that's like what he what he's which would be awesome. Because he can't, he can't build Ohio State or Michigan or, or you know, a top five program at Illinois. But you could, you could potentially build something. What Wisconsin football sucked before Barry Alvarez showed up. They're like they were horrible. Right. So why not? Why not build Wisconsin at Illinois? No, I'm more concerned about losing um, the defensive coordinator Ryan Walters. Illinois now has the number one defense in the country, and uh, so that that's inevitable, which is great. Which is all like good for him. That would be fantastic. He's so Colorado fired their coach. He's a Colorado grad. Oh. But the um uh this would be the fifth hire by the athletic department or the athletic director, <laughs> I should say, for Colorado. I don't know that he'll he would would you hire a guy who's never been a head coach? For, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm just grasping at straws out there, but yeah, it's good. Just set the foundation for the next guy. Who who yeah. cares? Yeah, yeah. Not... They've got the next guy on staff already. Kevin Kane, who was the D coordinator at um Southern Miss. I want... no, no, no. SMU. Uh, so he's he's getting paid more as an assistant at Illinois, and he's he's the guy in waiting. But mm. well, we'll see how long he has to wait. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But no, it's it's exciting times for Illinois. They host Iowa Saturday night. Uh Big Ten Network, unfortunately, not it's not like ABC. That would have been amazing. <laughs> um they are favored. First time Tim Doinks reached out to me and said, What when do you think the last time Illinois was favored over Iowa? And I was guessing our Rose Bowl year around that, you know, oh nine, yeah. two thousand ten, something like that. I don't, I don't know that to be true, but that would be my guess. Uh, I was beatable, right? I was oh, also yeah. one and one in the Big Ten. Their offense yep. stinks. Their defense is great again, as always. You win that game and things get super weird because Minnesota comes into town the following week. I think. Big Ten West, I think, gets decided potentially in the next two or three <laughs> weeks. It's the craziest thing, and I'm not saying Illinois is going to do it, but if their defense keeps playing like this, they actually have a shot. And and because who else who else would it be? It's going to be Minnesota. It's Minnesota or Illinois at this point. I think. I don't think it's going to be Purdue. I think they're no. too flawed. I Iowa. I think it's Illinois. Me. I think it's you Minnesota. think so for real? Yeah. I after this weekend, I'm. So down, yeah. Illinois is going to beat the shit out of the Gophers in two weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I think they. I think they could beat the Gophers, but I got to see it. But I don't know. If they could beat I, I've not seen them beat Iowa in a long time. If they can beat Iowa on Saturday night, I will be drinking all of the Kool Aid at that <laughs> point, and I'll be shocked if they lose to the Gophers the following week. Probably not. I'll probably be super nervous. No. I think uh, they. Um, 
I just want to say, I want to see him beat Iowa because then I think they'd be ranked, which might be bad going into the Gophers game if they're ranked, to be honest. But they haven't been ranked in forever. So it's awesome. I love it. Program right on there. the rise, finally. It's about time. Do they play? Uh, what are their other Big Ten games that they have to play? So the cross the cross division games that they have Michigan unfortunately at Michigan that's a problem. Yep. Uh, Michigan State that I don't I thought was a problem going into the year. Stink. Imminently beatable, and then North they still have Northwestern left, Purdue left, Minnesota and Iowa. Okay. So it's, I, it's doable. Yeah, one loss for sure with Michigan. The rest. They'll be favored in some, maybe not all. <laughs> that fucking Crazy. Indiana loss is going to just haunt yeah. them, though, isn't it? Like That's, yep. that's the yep. one. That's going to get you, probably. But they're right there. Uh, did you see the over-under for this Illinois-Iowa game? No, I did not. What <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Um, 39 and a half? 35 and a half. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Iowa. That's Iowa's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Illinois Illinois can put up some points. That is so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, Chase Chase Brown, man, still leading the leading the country. It's too bad. I'm I'm disappointed that Ibrahim uh sat out because they were one they were so neck and neck and now he's yeah. hundred fifty yards behind or so probably. Yeah, he was dressed uh, for the game too. I don't I don't know what weird. happened. Yeah. Super well, weird. Super well, weird. Good luck to your line eye. I'm sure they'll win it all. They're definitely beating the Gophers. I'm calling it right now. I don't know. PJ PJ probably has revenge on his mind though. It's funny, like all these games, Illinois is very conscious about who they lost to last year in the Big Ten and they're like, We're we're getting our revenge. Like Out for Virginia, blood. like we're kicking Virginia's ass. Same with Wisconsin. But then they'll play they're gonna play with their um, Minnesota who they beat, so I'd be curious. I don't know. Maybe they won't be quite as up for it, which would be stupid, completely stupid. I'm already talking you into a win, no. basically, is what I'm trying I'm to I'm not feeling it right now. I'm going to be – I'm, I'm still it. real hurt. So, Well, you have an off week, an extra week to prepare. You probably need it. You personally, not not PJ. You need a week to no, not think about I, the I Gophers. Hate, I hate losing and going into a bye. you got to wash that stink off as quickly as possible. So, uh, fuck it. Who cares? I hate right. football. I don't mean that. It's not true. Well, hopefully next time, next week at this time, I should say, we'll be talking about a ranked Illinois team hosting Minnesota for perhaps what will end up being the Big West champ. Big Ten oh. West champ. Big West. Big Ten West champ. That would be awesome. I want one of us to be in, in that game. I love it. I'd like Let's it to do be it. Illinois, but I'd like one of us. Let's do it. Perfect. We'll be there. Live. Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. See you on the flip side after Grease Tank Frank. Uh, thank you. Will you can have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you. Oh, warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits 
Dipstick. Max Verstappen. Shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton. Shits and dipsticks. Ferrari. The owner of Grease Tank Racing. Grease Tank himself. Dipshits and dipsticks. They're done. Red Bull, Red Bull, Autosport. Welcome back to Dipshits and Dipsticks with your boy Grease Tank. We've got a lot of motorsports happening this weekend, including some updates of your Grease Tank racing himself. Uh, let's see, NASCAR is deep in the playoffs with a couple of lead changes, and Formula One does not have a title or a championship winner yet. So let's get right into it. Starting with NASCAR. Chase Elliott bounced back from a rough Texas finish to get back in the championship contention. Chase made a couple awesome moves in a tight final lap race to win last Sunday at Talladega. This victory shoots him up to the playoff points lead and guarantees him a spot in the round of eight, which I still don't understand. Uh, Other racers, my guy Ryan Blaney finished second and adds another top five finish to his belt, and he remains second in the standings, only two points behind Chase Elliott. Despite not having a victory in the playoffs, that's pretty impressive. Denny Hamlin added another top five finish to his belt and is the only driver to finish top ten in all the playoff races so far, and he sits at fourth place. And our least favorite guy, Joey Slogano, blew his point lead, finishing 27th, on Sunday, and he drops to fifth in the standings. They head to Charlotte next week at the legendary Roval. Well, let me explain what that is. Charlotte's normally a tri-oval track. The race, turning left, going in circles, not at the Roval. A Roval utilizes the outside oval track, but they also cut to the infield and do some road course racing. And the only thing that happens at road course racing in NASCAR It's a lot of spins, a lot of crashes, a lot of rubbing. I love these races so much, especially when they rain and they get all wet and wild. So I highly recommend you tune in to this one. It's going to be a shit show. I love it. Moving on to Formula One, Singapore was wet and wild Sunday morning. The start was delayed for 30 minutes for some reason because the rain just never stopped. So they drove through the monsoon. All day, people were spinning out, they were missing turns. I mean, it it looked like all those idiots driving in Chicago the first time snow hits the ground and just everyone is spinning out and crashing and it it was chaotic, but I loved it. Sorry. Uh, Shockingly, Max didn't win this race, which means the championship is still alive for now. Uh, He had a terrible qualifying session. And started mid-pack. And uh, with uh, with the street course being as tight as it was with the rain, uh, wasn't a lot of overtakes, so he basically finished where he started. Uh, congrats to Sergio Perez, who qualified first and stayed in front of the pack despite Charles Leclerc just breathing down his neck all race. That was it was a hell of a race by him. And on top of all that, he did get a five-second penalty for not getting close enough to the safety car. Now, that's one of their rules where it doesn't make sense in person, but as a car guy, I get it. So they added five seconds to his total time, but because he finished more than five seconds ahead of Charlotte Claire, it doesn't matter. He still kept his win. So congrats to him. Hell of a race. Uh, Nicholas Latifi. Oh, 
I mean, I told you about this guy. He's uh, he's he's getting released from his team at the end of the season. Um, he spun out again, causing another safety car. Uh, let me tell you this: <clears throat> there's 20 cars in a Formula One field at any race, so you would think there would only be 20 contenders, you know, 20 places in the championship standings. Well, wrong. If anyone's hurt for whatever reason and people fill in, um, they you know they have chances to score points. Well. Nicholas Latifi is 22nd right now. So there are two people that are not full-time racers ahead of him. That's how bad this guy is. So good riddance to him after this season. I I, I don't know where he's going to go after this, but it's probably not going to be Formula 1 anytime again. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, started in 16th, pushed his way all the way to a 5th place finish. His best finish this year, which... I had high expectations for him being on a team McLaren, but hey, fifth place is fifth place, so good for him. Next week, they head to Japan at the legendary Suzuka Circuit. Uh, so Max can clinch the title here with an outright win and Leclerc finishing fourth or worse. If he does that, he'll be joining two legendary racers, clinching the title with four races left. And those two guys, Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel. So... If he can do that, I mean, he's up there with with the best of them. So, good luck to him. And finally, let's talk about my weekend. Oh, boy, it was awesome. So much fun. Uh, for starters, I barely fit in a Mazda Miata. Uh, for those of you that don't know, a Mazda Miata is a very tiny two-seater sports car that... Um, if it had the factory seats in it, I probably wouldn't be able to fit in, but thank God for racing seats and, you know, adjustable sliders and everything. I was able to squeeze my fat ass in there. Uh, we definitely weren't the fastest. Uh, we weren't going in, you know, we weren't expecting to be, but I had so much fun, dude. I, I had some awesome battles. I was racing against Mustangs, racing against BMWs, going side by side, head to head. It was great. Uh, let's see, Saturday, got some, got some seat time in, I raced for about three, four hours, and, uh, unfortunately it was cut short due to monsooning rain. It was so bad we couldn't even complete a lap without someone spinning out, so day one finished pretty short, but, uh, Sunday was clear and sunny, and I was looking forward to just racing all day, it was going to be so much fun. I had a great first half, <clears throat> excuse me. I had a great first half of the race. Uh, my lap times were improving. I was getting down to very you know competitive lap times. Then I flew a little little too close to the sun. Uh, got a little uh, loose on a left hander over a hill. Tried to correct it, and you know corrected it. You know saved from spinning out, but uh. I ended up pointing straight into a tire wall, and I drove right into a tire wall, and I crashed. So, my first time out in a side-by-side -side racing event, and I crashed the car. Good news is, uh, the car's already fixed. I, uh, I uh, spoke, spoke with the owner of the car, who graciously let me race it, and, uh, you know, you can do a lot of things with toe straps and, and hammers, let me tell you that. So, the car's fixed, and it's ready to go again, if, if he'll let me, but I don't know about that. Overall, had a great experience, awesome weekend. Uh, I highly recommend it if you want to get into auto racing. It's the cheapest way to get into competitive racing, champ car, endurance series. 
Um, and also, if anyone out here is looking for a racer, I will gladly race your car, and I promise I won't crash it. So with all, with all that said and done, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening, and remember, check your dipsticks, and as always, grit meets grease. Dip shits, dip sticks. Dip shits and dip sticks. It's dip shits and dip sticks with Grease Tank. Dip shits and dip sticks. Serducks. Vroom vroom. Auto sports. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Banjo, 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 Banjo. All right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Uh, weird episode in general, so sorry. Or you're welcome. I don't know where to go with that. Toffee talk? Is it time? Yes. Good. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. You know your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Toffee's Corner. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Uh, Everton, they win their second game in a row. They beat, I'm drawing a blank. I'm looking it up here. Southampton. Southampton mm-hmm. on the road. So they're on a two-game streak. Uh, they are now 11th on the table. So right smack dab oh. in the goddamn middle. They're feeling good. They're comfortable. They are playing uh, Man U. This Sunday at one o'clock, one o'clock Weird. Sunday, bad timing with bears. Yeah. Um, Man U is sixth on the table right now. So they're having a little bit of a better year. They started off slow, but you know, whatever. Toffees are, they're good. They're hanging in there. Yeah. It's good. A little more fun than the shit we saw for most of last year. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like. They're trending the right way where last year it just felt like around this time they were headed to the basement quite quickly. That's, hmm, just got to get in that top two, four for, like, extra soccer. I can't remember the rules. Mike, it's, help the, us out. The top four it gets him into the Champions League. That's it. That's not going to happen. Uh, if you get in fifth, you're in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Europa League group stage i don't know what that means but um we are well currently we're only we're only four points away from getting into the champions league getting into fourth place but it's happening dan it's happening oh baby is pickford back did he play i don't believe so but i don't i didn't see a second of it so i couldn't tell you (laughs) i i forgot 
to that we're doing Toffee's Corner, so I'm glad you're here. Um, no, th- this is great. Everton, all the way. Wear those all yellow the- kits again. I love the yellow. I love the white yeah. and yellow and blue. Yeah, your son was wearing it, right? Oh, it's so sharp. So sharp. Wore the full kit to school on Monday with the socks, <laughs> the jersey, and, and the shorts, and he was just living his best life. I remember those days. We just wear a jersey every day to school. Oh, man. That's that's the shit. Uh, I think I wore like a Chris Weber Michigan <laughs> jersey. Shaq. Shaq was huge when we Shaq. were of of a certain age. Muggsy Bogues. I had, a, guy? I had a Muggsy Bogues Muggsy? one. Nice. Yep. Um, I had a Shaq one. Magic, mm-hmm. uh, Orlando Magic uh, yeah. Shaq jersey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, I didn't have any, like, I was a huge Bulls fan. Like, all of us, I didn't have, like, any Bulls jerseys. I know. I had a, I had somebody gifted me a, a Jordan 45 jersey. It's like the only Bulls jersey I have. It's so <laughs> I, I know. I thought the same thing looking back at my old my old jerseys. Like I had a bunch of hockey sweaters that were pretty awesome. I'd like Lindros. Lindros. Yeah. Oh. Dross. Whoa. Okay. Uh and then like a, just a bunch of teams just cuz they they look great. I must have been I must have been a weird kid to be around. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a weird move, the hockey jerseys. You yeah. watch, you're not a hockey guy now, no, I wasn't right? really into it. No, I had like oh. 10 jerseys, none of them Blackhawks. Oh, so, okay. Made no sense. Oh. I had a All Phoenix right. Coyotes one. What? I don't know. What is wrong with you? Are you okay? I'm not sure. I just, East Bay. That East Bay, East Bay. Uh, you know. Great catalog. Magazine or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I would see something like, yes, I'm I getting it. Mm. Our whole team should get these basketball shoes. They're white and purple. I don't know yeah. why. Just do it. They're Converse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm into great. it. I'm into it. What about... Uh, you want to talk about Tony? Your buddy yeah. Tony? Yeah, let's do our final uh, hams and tut of the, of the year. Baseball talk! Here we go. <laughs> Ted. Um, I was kind of. It's a good note for him to leave on. He took some blame for this year. Um, I didn't expect a guy like that to take any blame at all, like mm-hmm. literally zero percent. So I'm not going to say I have respect for him because I don't think he's a good guy or anything, but uh, I respect the way that he is leaving very strange um he had multiple health issues and i'm i'm kind of prone to believe it at this point where i was a little skeptical at first super weird i i'm maybe a little skeptical about the fact he's not coming back that they're using that maybe as an excuse but i do believe he had multiple health issues but kind of weird like and i guess you don't really have to tell your employer everything that's going on but it sounded like the more severe thing he's known about um, since before this season that's caused him some issues. So I don't know what, and that's the reason he can't come back. It's not the pacemaker. So I don't I, you know. Hopefully it's nothing like that's going to kill him soon. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, 
I feel weird even talking about it, but um, very. Uh, so so I left I left yesterday when he announced his retirement with more respect for the way he did it as opposed to anything the White Sox did. They did this press conference, but didn't allow anybody to do it live uh, on television or radio. And it was the end of season press conference. Also, it wasn't just the Tony Larusa uh, retirement press conference. So that was your one chance to ask Rick Hahn about his failings, and uh, it just seems it seems super weak, super weak, and pathetic. The season's still going on. The season's not over yet either. So you could have done a Rick Hahn thing later this week. So I think that's. Like the total pussy move, not being accountable, and just kind of being like, oh, okay. Talk to you in the winter meetings then. So I assume Rick Hahn's back. I don't think, I don't know if that, I assume Kenny Williams is still his boss. And I assume Jerry Reinsdorf is still going to potentially meddle. Don't like it. Don't like it at all, Dan. So. I guess I didn't know all that about the so- They announced this is it. This is the last press yeah, conference. Why? Going into it, like real See, easily. I, okay, mm-hmm. so I, I was kind of being shitty with Tony because I assumed he intentionally announced his retirement before the season ended just to make sure that he got all of the attention um, before like other coaches were fired and all of that. So I thought that was intentional on his part, but if you're telling me the Sox planned it that way, then... I guess yeah. I should cut him a little slack, but I feel like it's more White Sox. I think the White Sox saw an opportunity to weasel quietly into that good night. That's how I see it. That yeah, that's horseshit. Sox management. Yeah, I think if pasted some something like that, he would have gotten just fucking blown up. But right. not that you know people don't care as much about the White Sox. Hmm. So it's bullshit. They were they were the AL favorite to go to the World Series going into this year. And they'll finish two games above 500 at best. At best. So I don't know how they did tonight. So I, I saw mean, someone someone on Twitter said they are uh, in record. They're closer to the Cubs than they were to the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> Which cracked Pathetic. me up. <laughs> Pathetic. And they completely quit after they lost last. I think it was only last Tuesday. Is that what? No, two two Tuesdays ago, yeah, against Cleveland in Game One. So the division was still in their grasp against all odds, and they completely fucking blew it. So Jose Abreu is a free agent; he'll potentially leave. I didn't think that was going to happen, but it probably makes sense because they have a bunch of guys, they have a bunch of DHs basically. So they got to figure that shit out. Who They're, who do you want? Who do you want to coach? Um. I don't care. <laughs> as long as it's not, I'm glad it's not Tony. I don't think it'll be Ozzy. I don't want it to be Ozzy. I think that would be silly. Uh, I would actually like Bruce Bochy. <laughs> as oh, weird as okay. that, as weird as that sounds, because he's he actually seems really young next to Tony Larusa, and he's only a couple years retired. That's what I wanted the last time. Um, yeah. So I'd be cool with that. He went. He's. I think he wins like every fucking year, so I think that would be fine. I do not want Joe Girardi. Okay. I think he's overrated as fuck. Um, but I, you could talk me into it if they hire him. Uh, but 
Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know any of the hot assistants or what. I have no idea. Like, who's the, who are the top bench coaches ready to manage? Couldn't tell you. We'll hire one of them. I will tell you he's the greatest hire of all time. The no, I probably one that, won't, actually. Probably won't. One that I heard on the radio today was Carlos Beltran. Okay. So, he, yeah, he had the job for a day with the Mets, right? And then all that yeah. shit came out about... <laughs> Cheating, being a big part of the the cheating scandal. What would make him a great manager? I don't know. Has he ever done it before? I don't know. You talked me into it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I have no idea. Yeah, it sounded spicy enough to that take a flyer on it. Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. You know, is that is that like oh he speaks Spanish and sixty percent of the team (laughs) speak right? Is it kind of that stuff that you hear? Which I think is. Like an insult to both the manager and the players, probably at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. You you could talk me into Carlos Beltran all if there right. was a reason he was going to be the Mets manager a couple of years ago. Like they thought highly enough. You could talk me into that. Definitely. <laughs> That's Definitely. Fair. Carlos Beltran. Hire him. Him or hire Bruce Bochy. Those in. are my top two. All right, we're we're in on both of those guys. Um, all right. Well, it's probably enough baseball rest, talk. Rest Cubs, in Cubs peace. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, just real, real, mm-hmm. real quick on my Cubs, and then nobody wants to hear this. I had Cubs sev- uh, under 75 and a half wins as a wager I put in in March. Uh, that was looking like a slam dunk about even like three weeks ago. I was like, there's no way. And then they became the hottest team in baseball. And only up until last night, last night's when it officially hit two games away they were on like a nine you know like a nine game winning streak or something like that and i was getting real nervous and i was like of (laughs) of course like i've been riding this bet all year just sort of monitoring it i'm like i'm in great shape Mm -hmm. and then sweating it out at the end because (laughs) they can't lose they're like the they just can't they refuse to lose with a bunch of guys nobody's heard of including sweeping the phillies it's not like they were just all nobodies. They just yeah. couldn't lose, and then finally they lost to the Reds last night. And I, I've never been more happier for a Cubs loss. <laughs> it's horrible. So uh, that's that's Cubs talk for me. Both teams officially dead, officially yeah. dead. I and I don't care I about baseball. Yeah, I just need fine. the Cardinals to lose. That's all. Okay. I think they're probably going to play the Padres. No, not the Padres. Phillies. Okay. Either way, there's a lot of really good baseball players are going to be compelling. I'll probably be into it. I'll be honest, but we're not going to talk about it. Don't worry. That makes one. Don't worry, listeners. You don't care. (laughs) Um, Um, All right, big big week for you, Bill. It's a big week for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How we feeling? Feeling good. Feeling real good. Feeling healthy. My back is back in business. Good. Um. COVID has not struck me. That's been a concern in the past week and a half here in the in the good. Bill Doink's household. So that is good. Uh, yeah, I feel great. I'm excited. I'm getting nervous. Uh, weather looks like it's going to be perfect. Um, like high 50s, very low 60s. That's ideal. Give it to me. Thank you for helping me raise some cash to fight ALS, by the way, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. I did very poorly in that. I failed you in no, that. I couldn't good. get to where, where it needed to be. Um, are you going to win? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I'm going to win. Um, you will tune in to NBC5 early Sunday morning. <laughs> you will see me crossing the finish line at 110 pounds, and I'm not going to look the way you expect. <laughs> Is, um, I can still call you, right, while you're running? You promise sure. you're going to answer? I, I promise to um, most to likely acknowledge. answer. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> to acknowledge yes, it, that I called you. The only reason I wouldn't answer is if I'm dead or <laughs> if the phone service isn't working because it is okay. a bit squirrely. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm a, if you call me and I'm able to answer, I'm going to answer. That'd right, be great. What, I think that's going to be a great time, moment. What time do you start? Um, I think I start the... I think I cross the starting line at uh, around eight o'clock. Okay, all right. So, and I'll probably Good. be out there longer than I'd like. So, okay. feel free, <laughs> feel free to give me a buzz. I'll give you a jingle, <laughs> even if you don't answer. I'll know that you saw it. Yeah, yeah and I temporarily stopped your music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I got to figure that out. It's it's my earbuds work. I think I. I think it's two hours, like on the dot, and I know I can charge them. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but <laughs> so I think I'm going to run the first half without music and just hope that the crowd's noise oh. gives me gets me very randy. Okay, we'll all right, all right, see good. Well, mm-hmm. we're all rooting for you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Mike in England, you said we're all going to have some virtual drinks on Monday when I'm when I'm finally allowed to kind of more so than usual i'm going to take you up on that mic yes 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 thank you for your support thank you i just want to finish that's all we got so we got bill's gonna win the bears are gonna win Mm -hmm. the illini will have already won everton's gonna win yep what else we got who else can win gophers already won and i can't lose so fuck them um, uh, Packers are going to lose to the Giants somehow. Yes, yes, yes. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Lions will lose to, to whoever you told me they're playing. Patriots, they'll lose. Patriots. Mm-hmm. 57 to 56, they'll lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Yeah. And we'll be tied be tied for the NFC North <laughs> Yet Sunday, again. 3 o'clock-ish. Yep. It'll be great. It's going to be a great moment. <laughs> and we're all going to talk ourselves into... All oh. sorts of weird shit. It's going to be awesome. If that somehow happens, just everything you just described, the national media and local media will just explode. Yeah. Just with anger about yeah. how bad the, the NFC North is. That's what it'll become. Yeah. What a terrible division. The Bears are tied for first. Gross. <laughs> yep. They'll be right. Realignment. We need it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be going. Oh, you'll you'll hear from us probably earlier next week, audience. Dan and I need to work on our schedule with uh, Thursday night game. Following up, following up. Oh. Uh, yeah, we'll have that's to right. figure that out. That's, um, right. that's going to be explosive. That'll be fun for reasons <laughs> we don't need to get into at this moment. <laughs> right. Uh, awesome. Well, this has been lovely, Dan. Thank you so much for being here with me on this Tuesday evening. You are a blessing. And bless your heart, child. Good luck to you this weekend, buddy. I'll be talking Thanks, to you on buddy. the phone while you're running. I look forward to it. You'll be in my heart. <laughs>
and in my ears. Not the first time. Nope. 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 All right, buddy. Thanks right. for having me. Okay. Zerdox. Go Bears. Go Bears. Now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever seen Coach Cuse's tongue. Have you? Uh. Man, those those people in Tacoma, they're freaks. I can't get a coffee without getting blown. I'm hairy everywhere. Hey, Bruce Shingledecker, why do you paint me a picture of a wildlife tongue, you son of a bitch? All right. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. Ow! Does Pinocchio have a penis? Well, that'd be an issue if he... I assume he didn't, because unless Geppetto's just a freak, he's making a boy with a dick. Right? Because... He is a freak! He he had to have... He had to have carved a wooden penis under those trousers. Butthole, too? He, He had to have. Oh boy. Uh I, okay. Hmm. Let's not let, we don't need to explore that yeah, anymore. Yeah, we don't need to. I, I think we can just I just thought Jordan was like has like a like Guy Fieri in her spank bank and is just just what? knows everything about him. So maybe the same for you. Are you jerking <laughs> off to Guy Fieri? Oh. Not just to him, with him and in him. <laughs> <laughs> In the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I like dangerous games. Um, yeah, Dolphin that's... Dick Island. <laughs> Blowhole Bonanza. <laughs> he has four kids that are named Jaden, Jace, Jobby, Joby, and Joel. All J's. Uh, Jobby? I don't know more about (laughs) J's. I think it's Jobby. I'm going with Jobby. It's like a a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, Is it a a troll from Lord of the Rings? I haven't seen it. I don't know. I think think that's his middle name, though. Or is it the first first name or something? First name's Hank. <laughs> it came from some website called Sports Spectrum, where it's where sports and faith connect. Who's have you ever heard of that? I, I know that's not no. really in your no. algorithm on your <laughs> computer. <laughs> Any faith based information because you worship the devil. But uh, uh, sex, 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 sex. <laughs> <laughs>
Come here, Beelzebub. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Do Cornish hens have knees? Uh, um. so happy that one bar and lupagus lupagus you tell us it's a me geppetto i have a boy with the wooden cock goodbye i'm a dolphin <laughs> poof <laughs>